back. Hello and welcome everyone to season four of the Sports United podcast. Thank you all so much for listening, coming and joining us on our journey in season four here. And of course, we can't start season four. It's the fall, so we must start with the most powerful sports league in the world. Uh, The only thing that can take away from the world news of today that uh, the queen is gone and football continues on. That's right. We are talking NFL. The season is starting today with the Rams bills. uh, And we have lots to discuss, lots to get into. uh, But let's bring in all of our wonderful panelists uh, first time on the podcast, welcome, Sean. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> and coming back, we have Paul, the undecided uh, team. He just wants everyone to have fun. You bet I do. You bet I do. Hello, everybody. We have Charles, who's optimistic for a good Steelers season, or... Eight and eight. To quote the late great Macho Man Randy Savage, hold the green rises to the top. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, a Chargers fan who we're just not going to talk about the 18th game of the season because it was a good 17 game stretch. Welcome back, Kenzie. Time out now. Time out. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, Sean uh, is a uh, diehard Bills fan, and uh, just like my team, uh, the Niners suffered a little bit of a setback not reaching the Super Bowl, uh, although both teams were very, very promising and looked to regain their promise uh, this season as well. Uh, what were your takeaways of uh, the offseason? Uh, I know we go 200 and some days between seasons. You tend to forget, unless you win the Super Bowl, what happened the season before, uh, and you forget. And then training camp starts, and you go, oh, yeah, I'm so excited. And then they talk about what happened last season, and you go, do you really have to talk about it again? And then we reach September when school starts. Kids are sad, but on the Thursday and Sunday of the first or second week of September, Everyone gets happy because football is back. What are you looking most forward to to seeing how your team changed over uh, the offseason? Were you happy with the moves that they did? Or are you just excited to start a new chapter? What do you guys have to say? I mean, the, the Bills signing Vaughn Miller uh, to an already defense that was already ranked in the top five in the league. It just makes them deeper, scarier. And when they get Tredavious White back in a few weeks, but they're healthy, that defense is not going to give up too many points at all. That alone will make them, yeah, I'm being a little biased here. Super Bowl favorites. And if, if Allen continues, if he plays this year like he did against the Chiefs before the last 13 seconds, although he wasn't on the field for that, but not his fault um mvp type of season and they're just gonna 
they're going to be tough to stop. I think they're going to be damn near impossible to stop uh, looking at their schedule and who they've got. Yeah, they got a couple of tough ones kicking mm-hmm. off on the Rams tonight. But yeah. with Vaughn Miller, you know, pretty much being the – I'm not sure if he was voted a captain or if he's just going to be that voice in the locker room, but I, I, I don't see the Bills getting spanked at all this season. If they're going to lose, it's going to be a very tight, like, less uh, touchdown kind of game. Uh, at least coming out of the AFC. Hey, I'm a Steelers fan here, but, geez, uh, I don't see anyone stopping Buffalo at least I'm coming out of the AFC. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll chime in here a little bit. Like, I was watching more so a good chunk of the postseason last year, and my God, what an entertaining postseason it was for NFL. Like, I, I honestly felt like it, it honestly felt like there was actually parody for once where it, anything could happen, anyone could win. And the one game against, you know, the Chiefs and everything, sure – bit of a heartbreaker and everything sorry to say however what a classic my godfrey i mean i'm more of a baseball lacrosse guy here but football i mean same thing happened with baseball back in the day in 2011 when the cardinals made their run like all it takes is one really good postseason for me personally to really get hooked and last year for nfl i mean i had watched postseasons before and everything and some were more exciting than others but this one in particular my god but like the bills chiefs game was an absolute classic i mean anything could have happened in my personal opinion i mean bills were really really close to up dethroning the chiefs there and i mean you know, they got revenge on their minds here, in my personal opinion, going into this season. I mean, they did stock up and everything. So I could see them making, again, some noise again. And who knows what will happen, because anything can happen in January. Well, I know that uh, there, there's a lot of people talking AFC East, that New England's day is fully over, because suddenly the Dolphins have Tyreek Hill. Uh, but they don't have a, doesn't have a quarterback who can get on the ball the way that Mahomes did. So I still see the Patriots as being the only challengers to the Bills' throne because Mac Jones impressed last year. Uh, though as a rookie, he really showed that he's got some moxie to him. So I, I, I don't see I mean, the division is Buffalo's to lose, but can't take your eye off New England. Buffalo can't count them out now. And honestly, thank God. Who's tired of the evil empire? I know I am. <laughs> I, I, I definitely am. I mean, when you got to give respect to Tom Brady, still throwing a football at 45 years old. I mean, who can honestly say that they can do that? Yeah, I mean, more power to him. He's got the hardware to prove it. I mean, I don't care for the guy, but you got to respect him because, again, he's got the hardware. He's got the rings. You got to respect that. Got seven. Mm-hmm. Got seven. Five, but... You know, thank goodness for Big Dick Nick Foles and, uh, you know, the Mannings having three <laughs> children instead of two. Uh, he only has seven. Uh, and I think we talked about it um, at our end of season or uh, podcast that it was uh, just one of the best postseasons ever. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah. 
oh, yeah. highly agree. And this is coming from a guy that, you know, I hate to say it, but for me, I mean, with baseball and everything, particularly around September, October, I'm really invested in that. And of course, that's when NFL is kind of starting. And I do follow as much as I can. But, well, I mean, you know, priorities and all. But honestly, I really enjoyed last year's postseason. It was a ton of fun. I don't remember a time when I saw so many games go down to that last fourth quarter drive where every team was running a two-minute drill. I honestly, I actually, I went back and looked at a lot of uh, stats long afterwards when we were back in like, April and beginning through the draft. There hadn't been another playoff like that in like 30 years. And it's about so most time. Of us, most, most of us growing up never saw uh, the last playoffs where it was that nuts, that intense, uh, that many games that were so close to upsets or just back and forth gunslinging, again, referencing Kansas City, Buffalo. Uh, but holy Lord, uh, if that if that's where we're leaving off of last year, and then we're going to pick up there again, it would be the most entertaining NFL season in history. And funny you mentioned, I mean, funny you mentioned about them, Chiefs and Bills, reminiscent of the 1990s. You decide. <laughs> It'll be interesting. The one thing I'm looking forward to just personally is uh, the Chargers, the Chiefs, the Raiders, and the Broncos. They got to play each other a whole pile of times this year. And yeah. with the additions to every team, they're going to be fighting. They are going to kick the hell out of each other. Oh, yeah. um, the oh, one, the biggest thing I was excited for, just from my team's perspective, was the addition of Khalil Mack. Um, yeah, yes. Coming off of a down year, coming off of injury, that guy can still fly off the edge. Oh, he is going to make an enormous difference for that team. The signing of J.C. Jackson is going to be huge as well. Because you've got these two killers in Bosa and Mac flying at you now as a quarterback. And you've got to throw the ball and you've got JC Jackson on one side of the field. Good luck. Good luck getting that ball anywhere. Um, I think, yeah, honestly, I think that that whole AFC West is going to be a toss up and they are just going to hammer each other. Um, for that reason, I can see the Bills coming out of the AFC relatively unscathed. To be completely honest, I don't see either of any of the other divisions even being remotely close to as talented as the West or as the, the team in general. So I do, I put them up there as a Super Bowl favorite and an AFC favorite myself, even being a Chargers fan. And if they get home field, like if the Bills get home field, you got to go to Buffalo in January. Yeah. And not an easy place to play. Not so. Toxic. Don't forget the shovel. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's winter in Buffalo, not winter in California. So exactly. In a dome, watch out for those tables. Outside. Yeah, we got plenty of tables to break if we get there. I mean, definitely <laughs> a good case for sure. Or did I mean, definitely a good case like for sure. I, I was just gonna say, like, definitely a good case for sure with them. I mean, hey. Just like with baseball with October, I mean, with January with football, anything can happen, anyone can win, honestly. So we shall see, but definitely Bills, definitely definitely have the case for them for sure. Yeah, the, the AFC West is going to be just a war of attrition. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, it's going to be a case of whoever comes out of that is going to be so battered and bruised, they, they actually might be in line to be upset in the wild card round or divisional round. They might, they might not make it past, they might not make it to the AFC Championship game. Because I actually had the AFC Championship game being Buffalo, Cincinnati. I can see that. Yeah, that could realistically happen. I can see that that too. I mean, speaking as someone who does like the Stillers, I mean, okay, I'm going to go against the green here a little bit. I was actually kind of okay with the Bungles doing okay. I mean, come on. Last time they made the big dance was 88. I mean, come on. That's a long time. I'm okay that they lost, but (laughs) I mean, come on. That's a long time and everything. I mean, as long as it's not those Blackbirds in Baltimore, I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I have no love for the the Baltimore Ravens in this household. Yeah, I don't either. I don't either. Even with the fact that it's a connection to the Raven with Edgar Allan Poe. I'm sorry. I still can't like those black birds from Baltimore. I'm sorry. It's not happening. Just like with baseball with the orange birds. Not happening. <laughs> I think it's the first time I've ever heard someone reference Edgar Allan Poe and the Baltimore Ravens for the same person. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, hey, that is that is where they got the, the name and everything with the Raven no. and Edgar Allan yeah. Poe is from Baltimore. But still, it's the first time I've ever heard that one ever referenced so nicely in one sentence. Uh, <laughs> trying what, to be nice. <laughs> what do we think, though? We, we, we're talking about the AFC West, actually. <clears throat> what do we think of the additions made in, in those divisions? You know, Oakland getting Devontae Adams to give Derek Carr finally an elite wide receiver, a, a wide mm-hmm. one wide receiver number one elite level guy to finally give him something there. Uh, you got the Chiefs having to restructure their entire team, losing Tyreek Hill, who was a big part of their offense. They still have Travis Kelsey. They still have a couple other good weapons down there. I mean, the Chargers getting a little bit, a little bit beefier on the defensive end of things, and Justin Herbert getting another year of experience underneath his belt, getting a little more maturity, a little more physically, you know, acclimated to the league. He's still, he's still a young kid. Where, where do we see this division really – coming down to do we see it coming down to week 17 and all I or actually week 18 I should say now excuse me uh I know we're, we're just on the bridge of the day one of week one here but where, where, where do we see this division going boys uh, well actually I was just going to note and everything because I couldn't help but notice he said Oakland there I, I I'm sorry I mean granted I wish they were still in Oakland much as I hope the athletics stay in no. Oakland and everything yeah. Las Vegas excuse me I know, honestly, it's like, what can I say? It's like old habits die hard, you know? They'll be in a bit of an interesting little, yeah. They'll be in a bit of an interesting kind of little, uh, it's going to be an interesting season for them. I mean, my God, the amount of adversity they went through last year. I mean, Chucky going and everything and all, everything in between. I mean, my God, the whole, you know, whole bit uh, during the last game against the Chargers. Sorry, Kenzie. Um, like, my God, they went through hell and back. So, I mean, it's going to be an interesting one for them, for sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> but where, where do you see it going there, Paul? Where, where do you see it going? Like, do, you, do you have a, a, a team that you're just like, yeah, these guys are still a cut above, or is it too much of a crapshoot for you to call early on? Honestly, I hate to say it, but for me personally, I kind of think it's a bit of a crapshoot a little bit. I mean – who honestly knows, in my personal opinion, I mean, 
I don't know. Compared to like the NFC and everything, the AFC seems, in my personal opinion, altogether a little more. Um, what would it be? Better Cut and dry, I guess. Hmm? Better competitive. The AFC is just stacked. Oh, yeah. like always, you look always. across the whole conference as a whole. There's much better quality teams in the AFC than the NFC this year. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. For sure, for sure. I mean. Yeah, in, in, in terms of this division, though, I mean, I don't know. For me personally, I think it's a little too early to tell. I guess I just got to say, just got to wait and see personally, really. I say it's coming down to week 17, 18, the end of the season. Um, the winner will probably be 11 and 6. All four teams Great. will probably have a winning record. They'll be 9 and 8. Wow, there you go. Uh, they, all four teams are four of the probably top six teams in the AFC really just the bills, maybe Cincinnati and the AFC West the AFC. So it's kind of a bit of a joke. You know what I mean? Like they're, 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 they're the bottom of the barrel. Uh, you got in Tennessee, but they're still not even in my opinion, going to be much of a threat this year. Someone's the time we more. could see an entire division qualify for the playoffs. Like it's possible. That's how, that's how stacked. If, if everything, you know, if they all go like one and one against each other in the division, because that's really the only way that they could take each other out is someone yeah. going, you know, four and two uh, against their own division. Like if someone just runs the table of their division, how do you think new England you know, clinch the playoffs so early because they just route everyone in their own division and then rest up for the playoffs. Uh, but like, if they take care of each other, if you will, as a not a Vegas uh, going for the win type of deal, uh, you know, this could be the closest chance that we have to having an entire division qualify for the playoffs now that it's expanded. <laughs> Sounds like AL East to me in baseball. I mean, that's the last time I'm mentioning <laughs> baseball here because we're talking football. But still, sounds like the AL East to me. Jesus, <laughs> it, it it's one of those things that it's it's going to be for the other three divisions in the AFC. It's going to be division title or damn near bust because yeah. of just how good how good the AFC West is. It's not out of the realm of possibility to see all four teams. I'm not sure I've ever seen all four teams in one division ever qualify for the playoffs. No, it's a, like it was a rarity for three to make it. That was like a, a yeah. special case, but there there's never been an opportunity for four for all four to make it. So yeah, so it's gonna it's gonna be something, it's, and it's it's possible. Like you guys were saying, you know, the AFC South is a joke. Um, you know that the whole thing is a joke, but you'll get one representative. The North, it's actually quite possible that they'll have a losing record, by the way, in the AFC South. Yep. Everyone, yeah. everyone ragged on the NFC West for being like, oh, the worst division, blah, blah, blah. You know, no team under 500 should make it. But those teams would go deep in the playoffs every single time. And mm-hmm. now it's the AFC's turn to maybe have one or two divisions uh, where it's like, oh, I guess we have to invite them to come play with us in January. Like. Yeah. Oh, Cincinnati will finish above 500. They'll they'll be. Um, I've got them finishing 11 and six on the season. 
Uh, as much as I would love to see the Steelers shock the hell and everyone to take the division, I have us going uh, eight, eight, and one. Yeah, I don't, that. You don't. You don't trust in small hands, picket. He, well, here's the thing. And another tie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Pittsburgh's going to make ties happen, guys. We've seen that how many years in a row now? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Get on, get on whatever betting app, and just bet that a Steeler tie will happen this season. And yeah, there you go. Just I got a wedding to pay for too, so that's not a bad idea. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, seriously, uh, you want to talk small? Well, quote unquote, small hands picking. He doesn't really have that small of a hand. He's he's just not Ben Roethlisberger, six foot five, with hands the size of two frying pans. I never, so, I never got as a quarterback. I never got that. Oh, yes, small hands. Who cares? He obviously he can throw a football, football. Yes. Does he? Does his small hands make him fumble a lot? If the answer is no, then who who, who cares? cares? They made uh, fun of Joe Burrow's hands. He led them to a Super Bowl. Like, here's the thing with Kenny Pickett. He's going to probably spend the first two to three weeks. He's going to really be watching Mitch Trubisky, and if the game gets into a blowout. Either way, then he's going to probably get a couple of reps later in the game. But by week five, he'll be starting. Oh, that's generous. I was going to give him week three. <laughs> no, no. Um, three weeks is a little early to throw him in there. I would really I, – I will risk a lo- the first losing season in decades for us. You, you know uh, what? I, I know you AFC guys haven't watched the Bears often, but <laughs> there's a reason why Mitchell Trubisky was – uh, drafted so high and then forgotten about. Well, Trubisky was a good quarterback in Chicago, just had no fucking protection. He had well, nothing, and he made and he made a lot of work in Chicago that should never have happened. So he's a good quarterback, but he's coming into a whole different beast in the AF, in the AFC versus the NFC. The NFC, you could get a few wins just by default with how many bad teams there are out there. You don't have that luxury in the AFC this year because we're, we're going to have to go against. Uh, quite a few top-end teams. The Steelers do not have an easy schedule. I don't want to throw Kenny in there too early. Let him see three or four games, and then by that point, if Trubisky is you know struggling, he's not really giving the, chance, the team a chance to compete, then you'll see Kenny week five. Crickets. <laughs> now, it's like a uh, mic drop. Pretty much. You heard it here first, week five. I I will say, I mean, Stillers are in a bit of an interesting transition for sure. I mean, now Big Ben's into the history books now. I mean, say what you will about the guy and everything, but the guy could throw the pigskin. He's got the hardware to prove it. And now we're going in the new generation and everything. I mean, it's definitely going to be a growing pains year, and I'm expecting it. But, I mean, you know, who knows down the road, you know? Anything can happen. Anyone can win. At least no. I still got TJ Watt, so you got some excitement. Oh, TJ Watt, my God. What's, <laughs> what's the over under on his sack total for this year? What, what are they predicting for him? Does anyone know that off the top of their heads? It's no, got to be 20 not, something, but I want to say 18, but I have no idea. I will, oh, I will check it oh, out. I'll go higher than that. <laughs> it, you know, it's funny. Like, I was just coming back from a trip to Pittsburgh seeing the Jays play the Pirates and everything, and I saw plenty of Stiller's gear around, and I saw plenty of TJ Watt about. So, I mean, hey, oh, he, it's, it's Stiller's town. Well, even though that, you know, the quarterback is usually your uh, team leader, 
TJ Watt will drag that team kicking and screaming into every fight this year. Uh, sure. he's, he's the uns- he's the unspoken or unofficial team full captain of of, of Steelers now with Ben with Ben gone. Um, Kenny Pickett may one day become that, but for right now, it's TJ Watt's team. Agreed. 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 So uh, it's plus five hundred if he leads the NFL in sacks at the end of the year. Uh, I'm seeing, depending on the site that you you visit, anywhere from twenty to twenty-two and a half sacks. Damn. All right. I- I'll take if you're betting on 20 and a half, uh, take the over on 20 and a half, barring injury, of course. If we, let's assume he misses only one game or plays the full season. Uh, I will take over on the 20 on the 20 sacks right there. That without even thinking about it, where it gets a little dicey is up at the, the 22, 23 range. That's where it gets a little dicey. It's the it's the last few to get the, the record, essentially, is what you'd have to do. Yeah. <clears throat> Now, are the are are the Ravens? Do we think the Ravens are? Done? Right, that's cool. Sorry. Ravens are overrated. They just yes. rammed Super Bowl banner. That was cool. <laughs> Anybody's got the game on. That was a nice ring. I must say. <laughs> yeah, regarding the banner, now the Rams are running out. Regarding Why are you smiling? They're the enemy, Kenzie. They are the enemy. I have <laughs> yeah, to hate yeah. the Rams. But they're not really. They're NFC. They're... Regarding Lamar Jackson, I'm going to pose this question. It's kind of rhetorical because we all know when I ask it, you'll know right away the answer. But I'm going to ask it anyway. When was the last time a run-based quarterback went to the Super Bowl? Never. Lamar well, Jackson, as being a, he has great arm. He has a great arm. Don't get me wrong. He, he can throw the football. He's better than RG three. He's better than Michael Vick. Uh, and and uh, be, he's better than Cam Newton. He has he has a better arm, better legs than all of those guys. But he still runs first too often and doesn't make a good read. His second and third reads downfield are not good. How many times last year was he throwing an interception, opening series, or sometimes opening play of the game? Way too often. <laughs> Both times against Pittsburgh, he threw interceptions early in the game. Now, is that the difference? Because you just mentioned one. So Cam Newton uh, and Colin Kaepernick, those two guys were were big, muscular guys who could run, throw the ball, and it was a 50-50 run throw. It wasn't as, as Lamar takes it. But Lamar's not as tall and not as – jacked as those two guys do you think that that's the difference is you got to be taller bigger to to supplement that or is it just the thought that he just constantly run first or is that how the offense was designed and he's executing it as good as it can be no i think there's something to be said i'll just jump in here i think there's something to be said about bigger guys playing quarterback um, especially running the ball. You look at Ben. That's me trying to watch football. <laughs> um, whoopsies. Didn't have the sound off on TSN. Whoops. Um, no, when you look at Big Ben, when he used to run the ball, guys couldn't bring him down, and he never got hurt because of his size. 
and he could just take off whenever he wanted to. You start seeing some of these smaller guys, they're like kickers. I'm sorry, tee off on him. If he's going to run, you tee off, he's going to get hurt inevitably. So I think there's something to be said for the bigger quarterbacks that used to run the ball. Well, look, look at Josh Allen. He's taking on linebackers. He's trucking linebackers. Yes. But well, the reason why he is always my fantasy pick. He gets he so many points. He's my pick as well. I don't regret oh, that choice. He went third overall in our draft this year. <laughs> Josh Allen. He's, he's been my quarterback since he came in the league, and I'm never letting him go. I will no, spend a smart first round move. draft pick. People go like, why a quarterback? I'm like, because <laughs> he's the best one. Yeah. Sorry, I was just going to say, honestly, for me, for Lamar, I'm, I, I'm picking up, you know, getting that low hanging fruit here. But honestly, if the, the only thing he's going to run, in my personal opinion, is to the washroom. <laughs> I'm sorry, I went there. I mean, 48% of our, uh, of our audience is, uh, listens to this as uh, American. So uh, they're going to love that take. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Not sorry. I, I don't think that the, over, that the lack of size Lamar has is actually his biggest problem. He's not that small. Yes, compared to Cam Newton, he's, you know, there's a bit of a size difference. Lamar's still a big guy. Like he's not five foot seven, he's not Drew Brees. He's yeah. way bigger. So I think he, he's a fair sized lad. I think where Lamar's uh, hang up happens really is when, he's, when his first and second pass options aren't there right away. And he, he sometimes I think he's looking at them too quickly. He's not giving them a chance to run their full route and to actually create separation where if he throws it there, it's going to lead to either a completion or a pass interference panel, a pass interference call on the defense. He's looking too quickly and he's panicking. I'll, I'll use the word panicking. He, he's just rifling through his options too quickly and then he defaults to the run. And I think the book is out on him where if you can keep his his number one, number two options covered for more than three seconds, he's going to take off and run. Or he's going mm-hmm. to try a little dump off uh, check down pass and it'll be a short play and you can stop him nicely. Uh, he needs to get a little, a little more patient in the pocket. He needs a little bit better protection in the pocket too. Uh, it's not all on him, but he needs to be a little more patient in the pocket and let the plate develop an extra second or so, second and a half. And you might see Lamar actually take off and make Baltimore at least in the upper echelon of the AFC North and can challenge Cincy for the division title. If, if that doesn't happen, the way I've said it, Cincy has a division crown easily, and it's going to be a battle between Baltimore and Pittsburgh for just uh, bragging rights. Like, who, who didn't who finish top two? <laughs> That's exactly that. And, I mean, for the, for the North, I mean, it's if Buffalo doesn't necessarily run away with it, although that might cost me a, a championship in fantasy if they rest some players down the stretch. So, you know, a little bit of greedy there, but uh, does is Miami going to keep kind of, you know, they were quietly decent last year, I guess, more than what people thought. Um, does, does Miami take over that second spot uh, or does Mac Jones kind of progress more and keep 
the Patriots in that second spot in the division? I, I say New England's still the second best team in the East. Agreed. Miami is three, and the Jets, well, they're always at the bottom, so they can't fly. Um, nah. <laughs> we uh, if we have merch, that's going to be our first. Uh, it's going to be our first uh, T-shirt drop. Is Jets can't fly? Just <laughs> <laughs> no, they'll just sputter and crash. I like it. Be careful if you run into their little offensive line from behind. <laughs> sorry, that, that's a little hanging for it. That was easy. I'm sorry. <laughs> I still, I still laugh. <laughs> All right. Any any more thoughts on the AFC, or is it going to be a lot of middling teams, especially from a certain division, uh, and then some some okay, some on the you know we're we know we're in a rebuild and it's okay, a la Pittsburgh or you know the Jaguars and the Jets and the Texans and the Browns who are like oh we're okay. Oh, Cleveland. <laughs> Cleveland making Cleveland moves. I, I, I think the AFC is split down the middle equally between, you know, you've got your upper echelon teams and teams that are respectable, and you have dumpster fires. I think it's split right down the middle there. Uh, you know, you've got dumpster fires in Cleveland, dumpster fire in Jacksonville, the Jets. These teams especially the Jaguars. When was the last time they were fucking relevant? Yeah. Ten years ago, <laughs> maybe. Don't, they, they don't, you, remember, like don't five you remember Blake Bortles? Bortles. Oh, Bortles. oh God. Right? Yes. AFC Championship. That, that was a Cinderella run that they, we came to an end. Because that, wow. That was no, no one wanted to see that from a marketing point. That was never going to be a good marketing Super Bowl was that with Jacksonville. Mm-mm. Definitely not. No. All right. So for the AFC, who do we think are going to be the seven teams that survive into January and get to see and sniff at the Lombardi Trophy? Buffalo's one for sure. They are one. For sure. For sure. Agreed. Cincinnati. <laughs> um, Cincinnati. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd say Chiefs are in the mix here again. I mean, come on, Mahomes and all. I say Indy wins the South. Yeah. That's, yeah. Indy, yeah. Mm-hmm. They got Indy's, Ryan now, so. Indy's to lose, essentially. They, uh, yeah. Ryan, that's, that's a stability in the quarterback position that they haven't had. So, yeah, they had Rivers. Yeah, they had Wentz. Now they got a guy who he's he can be there for a few years and Maybe write that ship. Brad Ryan still has a helmet yeah, arm. Mm-hmm. I mean, outside of we, we talked about this earlier. We hit the, I think we hit the nail on the head earlier, boys. You have your four division winners, but I think the three wildcard spots are going to go to the rest of the AFC West. They're just too good. Like looking at the rest yeah. of the teams, they're just too good. The, the one team that could surprise me and actually maybe leapfrog them, and as a Steelers fan, God, this hurts to say it, but New England. Ugh. Yeah, I, I, I see either New England or Baltimore nipping the Raiders for the last spot. One of those two nipping the Raiders, but the Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos—they're, in my opinion, they're locks. Like they're going to be wild cards. They're going to potentially all win ten games. The three of them. Yeah, 
Agreed. And, you know, you, I don't think you're missing the playoffs with 10 wins. No. No. Well, you, yeah. Unless, unless right. everything <laughs> is bananas, you, you should be making the playoffs with double-digit wins. But, yeah. it, you know, that it, all it takes is one messed-up division. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> I mean, at least they added the second wild card because, you know, there were times where, you know, a team, you know, you get like the Patriots 15-1 and then someone – you know, is like 13 and three. And then you're like, Oh, cool. They get a wild card. And then someone who's like 11 and five, and you're like, well, that should be a playoff team. It's a playoff team everywhere else, but it's in this division. Yeah. So yeah, I bills, Cincy chargers, Vegas, Indy chiefs, Broncos with the Ravens and Pats on the outside, looking, trying, hoping that, Many people get injured and <laughs> they can take advantage. I, uh, yeah, that I don't see a problem with that. So, uh, place your bets and, uh, you know, you can uh, send donations to sports unite podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> we are going to head over to the NFC side now. What division would you all like to start with? Let's take, uh, let's take the easy one off the table, talk at NFC North, because that is Green Bay's to lose. I know Aaron Rodgers doesn't have any good receivers really to throw to, but is there any other team there that can challenge him? I think Minnesota's going to be surprising. I think Minnesota might win that, win the North. Uh, it might, it'll be by a game. It'll be by a game, but I think Minnesota will win the North. He's still there? Hey. Yeah, I, I know Cousins is there, but I <laughs> I mean you remember who he is, right? <laughs> yeah, I I think Minnesota will win the North. That's ballsy, bud. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> I have a I don't love Aaron Rodgers since he beat me in the Super Bowl the last time my Steelers were there, but it's hard to bet against the guy who's coming off the season he did, and he's still Walking with swagger, he's not. He's not. You know, back to back MVP. Sorry, go ahead, Kenzie. He's back to back MVP for a reason. Exactly, and I'm not. Um, I'm not yeah. and something I said earlier might have got drowned out, but when has he ever had anybody to throw to other than like Randall Cobb and Jordy Nelson? Oh yeah, Devontae Adams. Well, he did have Devontae Adams. The last yeah, but who else? <laughs> like he he hasn't had a lot over his career, and he's still. MVP numbers, MVP numbers. I did this awesome. Is, Look, third in voting. One now. He's just, I, I find it doesn't matter who he plays with. He's so accurate, he'll get you the ball. You just got to yeah. catch it. Yes, that's true. Now, so he's got a lot of those rookies or a lot of unknown guys, but if they can catch the ball and hold on to it, Green Bay will be fine. Rodgers is going to do Rodgers things. Here's um, a hot take. Has Rodgers benefited from a horrible rest of division a la New England where he can pick apart the Bears, the Vikings, and the Sad Lions? Uh, sorry, other Sean. He's a, he's been a Lions fan through the Owen, Owen 16 year to, to now they're featured on Hard, hard Knocks. But uh, has he benefited from a weak rest of division where he can just own the other teams. And uh, like, I, I would, 
I think he benefits from it a little bit, not to the yeah. extent that Brady, but you know, when a man can score a touchdown and yell, I still own you. <laughs> I think no. recently, yes. Um, in previous years, no. Some of those divisional teams were stronger, not the Lions. Sorry. Um, they've never been great. Um, but the Bears used to be better. The Vikings used to be better. And it was not so easy for them. So at this point, yeah, it's easy for him to just kind of go, gotcha, pick you apart. Even when the Lions even when the Lions were junk, they still gave Green Bay a run for their money on more than one occasion in those division games. Those division games, you never know what's going to happen. They're so unpredictable. Um, so, no, I, I, I think Rodgers benefited a tiny oh, bit, but nowhere near the level that Brady did for all those years when Buffalo was in the dumps, when the Jets sucked, when Miami was just a laughing stock, uh, when it was just like you know, Tom could just walk in there, put his cleats on, and walk out and win the game. Didn't have to actually throw a ball, throw a football. The defense could win the game on their own. Um, I'm sorry, I have to interrupt you for one second. Yeah. Okay. Still touchdown. I had to. I'm sorry. Touchdown, Buffalo. <laughs> well done. Well done. <laughs> well done. Uh, <laughs> I, I I'll I'll just pipe in just quickly a little bit. I mean, honestly, I mean, speaking as someone who compared to like you know baseball and lacrosse doesn't follow football as faithfully, though I do my best. I mean, personally, I was a little shocked that Rogers decided to have another kick at the can, and yet at the same time, I mean, he has one idea on the mind, and that's the and that's the Lombardi. So I mean. It is, in my personal opinion, their division to lose, in my personal opinion. So, but I mean, yeah. hey, anything can happen. But no, it's their division to lose, in my personal opinion. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's, it's all Green Bay's to lose. As long as Rogers, as long as this guy's holding the ball, Green Bay's got this division. Hey, I mean, I don't just say about Rogers. I just, the Vikings, they've got more weapons. They have more, in my opinion, more quality players than. Packers. I'm not saying Green Bay is not going to win it. I just can see Minnesota upsetting them because you. I know Cousins is Cousins, but he's got Jefferson, he's got Thielen, he's got Dalvin Cook. They've got a decent offensive line. Defense, uh, you know, it's just just it's imagine okay offensive line. Just imagine if Rodgers had those three weapons to throw. Oh to yeah, it'd this. be hands down. They, I mean, Green Bay probably be 17 and 0 if he had those weapons. I'm just saying, I, 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 I can see Minnesota upset by, by one game, be like 12 and five, 11 and six kind of deal. I can see it. Where those, where that last week matchup really exactly. matter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, definitely for sure. I mean, you know, Minnesota does have moments of being competitive for sure, at least from what I've gathered over the years, but I mean, yeah, definitely, definitely keep an eye on them for sure. Though I don't know, in terms of the history books and everything, Green Bay always manages to dunk on the younger brother in Minnesota and all, my personal opinion. So, I mean, but hey, anything can happen. Did any of you watch um, Hard Knocks this season? Oh, no, 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 no. So it's available on DAZN if you, uh, if you have DAZN or HBO, Ooh, whatever. Uh, if you subscribe to that as well. Uh, but 
I have such a soft spot for Dan Campbell. He, the way he conducts himself, if you watch the episodes, uh, even on cut day, uh, you know, which is a very, very hard day. And you always want to be in the, you know, a fly in the room to see how it happens. But just the respect he showed when he cut players and the players were like, you know what, it's been an honor. Uh, Thank you for the opportunity. Like you, you know, I, I tried my best or, just the way, even when players ask, like, was there anything I could do? And he could be like, you maximized your talent saying you're just not good enough, but he did it in such a way that was respectful and meaningful and just like, didn't, you know, I guess kind of sugarcoated, but in a way that you, you're saying like, you, there's nothing else you could have physically done uh, yourself and just, just the way that people were like trying to lay their lives on the line in preseason just to be coached by him. Uh, it gives me a soft spot to not hope that the lions are progressing with him because he seems like a guy that's really trying to rally uh, the group together to make them better. That sounds like a winner to me. They brought in a guy who, it appears he's going to change the culture there. Yes. Hired it seems like it's, it's already changing. You try mm. your hardest. And if that gets you cut, I'm sorry, but you need to, you, you're, you're here, you're going to play. If you're not going to play, you're going to be out the door. So. Long overdue in that city. Long overdue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, let's go to the other division. That's a dumpster fire. And that is the. NFC East. Uh, now I'm pretty sure we're all going to be in agreement on who's probably going to to win or take this division. But um, how much of a jerk, racist dickwad is Dan Snyder? Oh, very. Not oh, a god. Yes. <laughs> Not a fan. No, and doesn't know when to give up the ghost. Honestly, no. I mean, we're we're all a positive podcast here. We talk about the benefits that sport has on humanity and bringing the world together. But sometimes you just can't sugarcoat a horrible human being that is rich. The man is a blight. Yeah, yeah. I I, I will say this though, personally, every time I heard the name, I know it's not kosher anymore, but Redskins. I'm not gonna lie. Every time I heard that name, I always thought Redskin potatoes. Personally, personally. <laughs> Paul, you're still so, not you're kosher. So, I just want to pat you on the head and be like, "Oh, you're so innocent. Just <laughs> never change." Thank you. I won't. A lot of you guys know my cultural heritage, and I say this just to illustrate a point. I'm not, I'm not going off the deep end and, and comparing these two as actually on the same level. But in, in, in his own way, Dan Snyder is a blight and a, a dark spot on the NFL the way Adolf Hitler was to Germany. Honestly, he's my personal opinion. He's up there with Jeffrey Loria as a cancer to their own leagues. My personal yes. opinion. Yes. That, that's bang on. I like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the sad part is that he can't just have, you have to have every single owner agree to boot him. And he has other rich white friends that 
yeah. will hold on until they pass away as well. And uh, he's he's ruining not only that, but their poor kicker gets involved, gets shot. Yeah. What the hell? Honestly. Yeah. Like he was a high up kicker too. I had him favored to possibly draft if he was available. Just like just the the luck, the unfortunate. Like we feel for him. Yeah. Just but. Uh. <laughs> I, I don't know what more you could say about the Washington Commanders. Still feels me to say that. Very. Um, I don't know what more you could say about them. It's just, but except for Godspeed, hope you get a new owner. Change the culture inside that, inside the whole arena. Change the culture inside the locker room. Because the worst, worst stadium too. I was gonna ask, uh, your, you know, your thoughts on like top five stadiums, but that just. With so many new ones being built, those are ones of the shiny that are nice. But the the worst, I think we can all agree, by like a million kilometer miles, which doesn't exist as a unit of measure, but uh, is is FedEx Field that that the just literal the grass is pipe, never in good shape there. Literal pipes of shit malfunction and poor those pipes on fans in the stands. The yeah. the team is literally shitting on its fans, <laughs> just like with Oakland and MLB. My personal opinion. <laughs> that, that's the equivalent for yeah. For mm-hmm. major, uh, just and when the Chargers were in San Diego, Qualcomm was pretty well falling down. So yeah. that used to be bad as well. <laughs> but so, they they're in SoFi. SoFi's gorgeous. So oh my, is it ever? I'd love to get there one day, but. We'll see. Yeah, she's a nice field. I mean, hey, they didn't have the Super Bowl there for nothing. Nope. But no. I, I, I think we can all say with relative assuredness that barring a meltdown, the division is the Cowboys to lose. Oh, we done boys. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> okay, hold, hold on, hold on. I see Sean. No. You're shaking your head. Talk to me, man. Talk to me. Bring it on. Oh, no, the Cowboys are like, no, no, I can't do the Cowboys. Anybody but the Cowboys. I'll take Washington over the Cowboys. Cowboys can go 0-17, and I'll be the happiest person there is. I cannot stand the Cowboys. I can't either, but I don't know. But unless unless they shit the bed and stick to it. Well, it's the Cowboys. They're going to by week six. Nobody has faith in Daniel Jones? No. What do the Giants have? Nothing. Nothing. Well, they have the Bills. Half the Bills went to the Giants this year. Yeah, but the, the, most, the most important player didn't go with them. No, exactly. <laughs> well, I, as a Niners fan, I'll just like to say you're you're welcome, America, for for what happened to Dallas last year, and we'll gladly do it again. Although they kind of did it to themselves, taking their sweet ass time getting to the yeah. line. But honestly, I mean, I mean, there was a lot of highlights from last postseason, but that was one of the highlights for me personally, seeing them. <laughs> Boys, yeah. The only times you're gonna be the boys is when you're on the golf course for so. Are we saying Philly uh finishes second? And they were, I, I don't, I don't know what Philly is. They're they're rebuilding, retooling, but 
they they didn't do anything, so I don't know what they expect yeah. to happen. But he will go how Jalen Hurts goes. Pretty much, if he's developed and he's gotten better over the off season. They shouldn't be too bad. If he regresses or there's injuries or anything like that, if he stays the right same. The yeah, then they're going <laughs> right to the bottom of that division. I think one one player that we didn't talk about for uh, the other division was Justin Fields. Do we? I think he's going to progress this season. I think he's the bright, shiny thing for uh, for the the Bears, but they have to now build around him and hope that he doesn't get significantly injured this season. Right there is right that that is the key point for the Bears. Justin Fields needs to progress, but they got to build around him and give him something to work with. They got to give him a good offensive line and a running game, so that way he has time to work his magic. Because in college, he had a good running game with him. He had a good protection, and he can light up a field. He hasn't had that in the NFL so far. Until he gets that, he will always be the. You know, he'll always come up with a conversation of, "Man, only he had a team in front of him." He's yeah. very talented, and yeah, that's you know, too many players did not have that happen to them, and so now we go to. Everyone's favorite curious uh, kind of experiment of the NFC South. Uh, Baker Mayfield, for some reason, decided to go uh, play Tom Brady uh, a lot. Uh, Jameis Winston uh, got uh, laser eye surgery, and I think it's corrected by now, so maybe he can hit – his teammates, not the other guys. His his teammates, uh, you know, <laughs> Thomas is back healthy, as he says. Uh, you know, maybe he can not catch a ball on a slant and run the rest of the field for a touchdown. Maybe he can run other patterns and catch the ball. He's a slant master. That's the, what he's good at. You, just because he was off last season doesn't mean people forgot that's all he had was <laughs> – uh, and then you have the the returning mostly uh, same team of uh, Tampa Bay minus uh, Gronk. How do we think this is going to shake out? Still Tampa's to lose, really. Oh, yeah. But Agreed. the one thing I'll say with, with Tampa, I mean, it's going to be the wrong storyline is how does a 45-year-old Tom Brady perform this year? That'll be the constant storyline. And we're going to hear all year long out of that division. But the one interesting, the one storyline in Tampa that's going to interest me way more does Julio Jones still have some left? Because he's him going to Tampa Bay gives Tom Brady a, a potentially elite target to shoot at. Which, as much as we shit on Brady, he didn't have too many elite talents too often in New England outside of Randy Moss for a couple of years and Gronkowski. Mm-hmm. He didn't have always a Antonio Brown or, or or didn't have, you know, primetime Randy Moss when he was in Minnesota to always shoot to. So it, if Julio sort of re- had Tom work together to resurrect Julio to being an elite status, Tampa Bay is going to be far scarier than we want to admit to coming out of that division. And it will be theirs to lose because uh, I think they're getting Mike Goodwin back either week two, week three, he ain't far off. He's going to miss week one, but he's coming back early in the season. And that's another big weapon for Tom, which he did not have down the stretch last year. 
Goodman got hurt and was not available the last couple of weeks into the playoffs. Uh, you know, you, you want to talk, Sam, uh, you want to talk Baker Mayfield. You know, eventually I think Carolina said, hey, we'll give you a six-round pick and a bag of footballs. Just give us Baker. Um, he's got a lot to prove. And I want to see is he all that in the bag of chips? Can he actually, you know, with except a little bit more creativity in the Carolina playbook, can he actually be something? Other than that, I don't think New Orleans is going to be that dangerous, really. In Atlanta, they are going to be probably the bottom feeders of that division, sadly, from so many years of being so many years of being a battle between them and New Orleans for supremacy. Uh, I think it's going to be a battle, really, between Atlanta and Carolina, the state of the basement of that division. Falcons going to Falcon. I will say one thing about that division. Don't sleep on New Orleans. I, I agree. I agree. People don't, they're the same team minus Drew Brees. Who, didn't, who did not have a shoulder last year. Who did not have a shoulder. He couldn't throw more than 10 yards. Wins. I know people rip on Winston because of the 30-pick season, but he also threw 5,000 yards yes. that season. Yeah. The guy can throw the ball. He's got the protection. He's got the receivers. If his eyes are fixed and he stops throwing it to the other team, New Orleans <laughs> is dangerous in that division as well. And I still think they compete with Tampa Bay even without Drew Brees because Winston's not a bad quarterback. And if no, the eyes were the reason he wasn't thrown to the right team in the first place, that's fixed. It's that's just fun to razz on him. That you know, it's oh, like I, yes, he's he's no joke. He he's no joke. He's a good quarterback who can, who is capable of five thousand plus yards in a season. He's got a cannon for arm, so he can reach Thomas or whoever deep. Yes. Uh, well, you let's know, not he, count out New Orleans and say they're out out. No, um, oh, I'm, I'm not saying they're out out. I don't, I don't think they're going to be a division champion. I I, I can see New no. Orleans speaking as a wild card berth. Yes. I just don't see them being good enough to be a division team. No, I don't either. I was just like, let's not sleep on them because they're not <laughs> horrible. They didn't lose a lot. They lost their main weapon in Drew Brees, but he couldn't throw a ball at the end of last year anyway. So now you got a guy that can do it for 17 games. Uh, they won't be too much worse, I don't think. But the one thing with uh, Winston, and it goes back to what I said about Lamar Jackson, He's got to be patient in the pocket. He's yes. got to do his reads properly. Yep. And now, obviously, playing out the pun, he had laser eye surgery. And he couldn't see beforehand fine. But he's got to be able to make his reads. Otherwise, he is still going to throw those picks. Exactly. So if he's learned, if he's matured enough where he's a little more patient and lets the play come to him instead of forcing it, yeah, New Orleans is going to be a fighter. And they're going to be a wild card team. And if Tampa Bay struggles, maybe they sneak into the division champion. That but, is unlikely. Yeah. yeah. Tom's not going to struggle. Well, if he well, does get hurt, then they're going to struggle. If Brady stays healthy, they're the division champs. If he gets hurt or plays like a 45-year-old, New Orleans yeah. Yeah. Could, could get yeah. the division. And the other two teams, yeah, we don't need to talk about them. They're done. No, well. no, they're, they're... <laughs> the Atlanta <laughs> Cheeky, cheeky. <laughs> and the last division in the NFC, uh, the favorite, NFC buddy. West, my favorite, uh, the one that everyone used to like to rag on. Um, I will say 
Uh, fun fact, uh, every single team in the NFC West has been to the Super Bowl uh, in the last 20 years. Favorite division. Gee, I wonder why. <laughs> now, as far as the West goes, I say it's the second toughest division in football behind, you know, the AFC West. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Hands mm-hmm. so, yeah. I, Minus. Um, but, uh, Justin, I'm going to have a question for you since, you know, you've been, we've been all talking. They're going to go with Jimmy G. Jimmy G's. Your 49ers are going to go with Jimmy G. I thought it was Trey Lance was the starter. No, Trey Lance is starting. Oh, yeah. they did announce because they, they, yeah, they, they announced that. Yeah. Yeah. The whole talk out here on I'm, the East Coast, Garoppolo was going to start over Lance. No, mm-hmm. I'm glad that that whole just – it was way too much drama. I – I, I don't know. I'm not in the room. I, and same thing with the, like the, just the politics or the, I want more money. Like, uh, so I'm going to unfollow all social media channels, like all of that stuff. Like I know it comes with the territory these days, but it's just, just, just play football. Like you're getting paid millions of dollars. Agree. Like this team is no joke. We were so close to reaching the Super Bowl. And I, I believe we would have won. Uh, you know, we reached the Super Bowl, uh, you know, just before COVID and unfortunately lost to, to Patrick Mahomes. Uh, like the, the defense is stacked with Bosa. You got Kittle, uh, Debo, like uh, Trent Williams, the offensive line, the defensive line is just Jimmy Ward in the back. Like this – the Niners are insane, and there's a reason why Debo came back. I think also because they gave him lots of money. Um, uh, but and you know they restructured Jimmy G's contract because he's what a, a team that has the potential to win another Super Bowl. He he's not going to start for them. He, he's going to be on the bench, or he's going to have to go to a rebuilding team. And start again, which I at this point in his career, I don't know if he wants to do that, which is makes sense why he restructures his contract. Now, that is a backup plan because we know what he can do. He is a good quarterback, but Trey Lance, second year. What is he gonna do? If he stumbles, if he gets injured, if he doesn't understand the systems, you have a automatic starter on the sidelines that can pick up where he left off last season. So it's a smart move by the team, smart move by all the players. Uh, and I'm just going to go and say this, the division champions in the NFC West, I think the Rams regressed losing some players. Um, yes. Do I think uh, every person in fantasy should have picked Cooper cup because he's guaranteed X amount of points each week. Yes. Did it. Uh, but, <laughs> you know, second round. Sam Bradford, I, he was as good as everyone around him. It wasn't him. It was Cup. It was Aaron Donald. It was the defense that kept them, uh, kept the other teams unable to, to answer what they were able to do. And, uh, I just do. I think they're still going to be a wild card team, probably. 
because of all the other teams in the NFC, but uh, you know, Seattle is, they're going with uh, what's his name? Gino Smith. Gino. Yes. Uh, and uh, you know, Arizona is a hot mess. Everyone, you know, they were impressive, but I, I don't think they're going to do much. I'm not sold on Kyler Murray. No. He's got to figure it out. He's got to figure it out. He's he has a thing. He just half the time he doesn't know what his thing is, and I think that's their problem. Is he's a great athlete, but oh yeah, just he is he a runner? Is he is he a you know he has a decent line, but what what does that and their defense too? Arizona's got to figure out their defense. Yeah, no more Taylor Jones. I think yeah, I, I'm a little biased. So, I, what do you guys think? <laughs> oh, I, I think actually made a great point about uh, Kyler Murray. Like he's got to figure out what he is because he seems that he's one week he thinks he's Aaron Rodgers, next week he thinks he's Josh Allen, and he doesn't quite know who Kyler Murray is. Well, he doesn't really understand. I don't think he understands what his own best strength really is and how he needs to play the game to be the most effective. Uh, I, I also will say I don't agree with the people being like just go play baseball. Like you're not cut out for the NFL. Just, you know, go sign your contract and go play baseball. Yes. He's a great athlete. Mm -hmm. And while not the tallest quarterback, he can still sling the ball. He still wins games. He, he can be the difference maker in certain games, but it's those other games that he has to figure out. Like you said, does he want to be a Josh Allen? Does he want to be an Aaron Rodgers? Does it's, he has to figure his athleticism into his game that benefits the Cardinals. And until that happens, they, they won't, they won't sniff the first round or go past the first round. I think they may sniff the first round just almost by default in in some aspect in the NFC, but I definitely don't see them going past wildcards, wildcard weekend. I mean, Seattle, the Legion of uh, the Legion of Doom for so many years there, uh, they're going to fall in hard times for a couple of years as they as they had to rebuild that roster a little bit. They've got nobody there anymore. Is this uh, Pete Carroll's last year as the head coach of the the Seahawks? Yes. <sighs> hard to call that one. I mean, Kenzie, good on you for being so uh, definitive on that one. Uh, <laughs> Dude's old. That's he what is a lot of people miss. Is dude's like in his seventies. Yeah. See, that's so, the thing. He's always been old to us. We no one knows his actual age until you look it up and you go, "Oh, how wow. is he seventy-five? I'm looking it up right now because I'm interested. <laughs> but dude's old. Um, I don't think he'll be around to do this too much longer. Honestly, he's incredible shape for how old he is. But oh, I know. But as the team, seventy years old exactly. <laughs> Will be seventy-one in seven days next week. He's not going to keep going forever. I think if the team kind of bottoms out, that'll be it for him. He'll walk away. Just to to stick around for another rebuild when you know you're probably five to seven years away from maybe even contending for a Super Bowl. That's going to put him at almost eighty. Is he going to want to keep doing that? I wouldn't. I know he's. I don't know. So sometimes the guys, the guys have such fire, such passion in them. Uh, refresh my memory. Somebody here, and I think I know the name, but I just want someone to say it before I do, so I don't sound like an idiot. 
who was the Atlanta coach who coached for so many years and he was like 80 something before he finally retired during Atlanta's like early heyday with the uh, in between Vic and, and Matt Ryan. I want to say Dan Quinn, but I don't, I don't, I don't think that's right. He's not old. He looked a hundred years old on the sidelines. Yeah, he's not though. Uh, Some guys just have that passion burning, and they don't care. They go through it. But I, but I, I kind of have – I see Kenzie's point. I'm not, sure, I'm not sure if Carroll would stick out a full rebuild. Or would, would, would he maybe say, hey, just buy me out or fire me, and then he goes to a team that's already halfway through one, halfway through a rebuild, or getting ready to contend, and he just comes in and maybe leads them over the hump. That's what I was thinking. Like, as, as the head coach of the Seahawks, yes. I can see this being his last year. But if there's a contender that has a vacancy, sure. Why not? Hmm. Although I, I kind of I think the I think the Rams and Niners, Justin, you're not gonna like me on this one. I think it's gonna come down to week eighteen. Oh, it did last year too. It always will. No, but I, but do they play each other week eighteen, or is it a week a week seventeen matchup for them? Uh, their last meeting of the year. They've they've started to put divisional matchups the last week, in like I think high sensitive, uh, like uh, well, divisions where it it could. Rams matter. play the Seahawks at the end of the season, so I would imagine oh, okay. Niners oh. play the Cardinals. Yeah, I'd imagine yeah. it. I haven't looked that far up yet, though. So then I'll say this, assuming that happens, usually the last two weeks of the year, you're playing your own division generally. So I would imagine then Rams are playing the Niners week 17. That game will determine the, the division. It definitely will come down to late the year, unless each team suffers injuries to key players. Yep. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Agreed. Oh. Just because oh, yeah. as, as, as long as Matt Stafford has time in the pocket, he has one of the best arms in the league. Yeah. Top five. So, he didn't well, get MVP he, for nothing. He recently, Stafford just had elbow surgery too, and he said his arm feels better now than it did at any point last year. So that's something to be said for the Rams. And considering how good he looked last year, that is yeah. really like if, yeah. if I'm the rest of the yeah. NFC and I hear that, I'm like, oh shit, this is gonna be a long night. Yeah, I, I read that this morning, and I was like, okay, if that's true, he's going to be throwing it all over the field. And Cooper Cup is going to be another good fantasy pick. <laughs> Just like he was last year. <laughs> he helped me win my league last year for fantasy football. <laughs> oh. Yeah, he, caught, he cost me a little bit of fantasy because I uh, <laughs> ran up against him at the end of the year when he was lighting it up big time. Yep. And – and my bad, he's cost me here for some reason. I thought he got MVP, but I mean, he's got the arm like my personal opinion. He should be MVP. Come on now, Ooh, Matt they... Stafford. No, right. I mean, yeah, no, I that's why I was correcting myself. I'm realizing, shoot, he did not get it, but I don't know. He's got the arm. <laughs> so the Niners yeah. play the Rams on week four and week eight. Wow. <laughs> So that's early. That is very that is very early. early. To get rid of two division games in the first eight weeks. 
Also, both the AFC and NFC West are playing each other this year. Yeah. So the AFC cool. West could take that's even better of those games. So that's that gonna be a could also come into thing. That'll be fun. Yeah. Chiefs Rams, hell yes. Damn, that's a Chiefs, the Rams, bye week, Chargers. That's a hell of a middle section of the schedule. For your Niners? Yeah. Oof. That that is murder row. Yeah. <laughs> and let me guess, that comes right after playing the Ra- the Rams twice in the first eight weeks. So yeah, they we got the Bears this week, Seattle, Denver, Rams, Panthers, Falcons, Chiefs, Rams, by Chargers, Cardinals, Saints. Wow. You start to see this there. Man, you kick it up a lot. Yeah. But then we finish with Seahawks, Commanders, Raiders, Cardinals. So, you know. Who knows? Oof. But you're you're opening like six, seven weeks. You kind of, you know, you take it easy except for that one game with the Rams. You don't have too much to challenge you. Mm No, but damn, you guys kicking about kicking up a notch around week seven, week eight. I'll yeah, just go that... to the Rams. The Rams' last four games are at Green Bay, home to Ooh. Denver, against the Chargers, and then at Seattle. Mm-hmm. So San Fran could make up a couple of games at the end. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That, that... it could come down to that week 17, 18. So is that in between you're like you you want to just progress three weeks to see if your team has done better or not in that mm-hmm. whole week where you gotta wait to see if you win the next game. Ah <laughs> the heartbreak. So how we how we liking the seven teams for the NFC here? What I'm not liking is it's only seven nothing in the game right now, and I bet the over. <laughs> Give it time. It's first game of the year. First, it's still the first half. Give it time. It's also two really good defenses. I don't know if the over was a smart choice. <laughs> I like just saying. I'm just putting so, that out there. It's oh, true. Buffalo, and had, Buffalo and KC had good defenses last year, and they and they put up how many points in the last two minutes of the fourth quarter? True. I, I mean, KC's defense was okay. Buffalo's defense, though, yes, that was. Way better. You know what? You don't, we don't talk about those thirteen seconds anymore. <laughs> like, no, no, no. You know, the last few seconds of their season. No, it, not, not, not to pick at an open wound, and I really apologize, Sean, but it just goes to show you never take a playoff. No, I don't. Never I don't, take a timeout. Honestly, it was a thriller. I'm sorry, Sean, but my <laughs> God, I had not had more edge of my seat moments than watching that thriller. Like my gosh! I'll say I was had such excitement from that touchdown before to take the lead, and I dropped to the floor when they went down the field and tied it up before it's overtime. I just was in disbelief. I could not believe I just witnessed that. <laughs> and so I'm hoping this year is a better year. <laughs> They're looking good to start. So yes, they are. Um. Personally, my seven teams, if we're talking playoffs, would be, yeah. and in no particular order, Rams, 49ers, Bucks, Saints, 
Vikings, Packers, and whoever wins that mess of NFC East. I can get behind that. I can get behind that. Same here. Same here. Yeah. I'm not even thinking who's winning that East. I'm not sold on the Vikings. I just think as a wild card. Even then, I'm not sold on them. Who who do you think is going to knock them out? Who's yours? Well, okay, I've got Dallas taking the NFC East by default. Injuries, whatever (laughs) happens. If it's not Dallas, I'll be happy. But as it stands right now, I'll take Dallas. Uh, I got Tampa taking their division. Saints will join them in the playoffs. Packers are take their division. Rams and Niners. So there's six. I'm leaving the door open. Minnesota could surprise me. But something, I don't know. I just I just have this off sense that Minnesota's gonna falter right when they can't afford to. They're gonna fall out, and a team is gonna get in. And I'm gonna say Arizona, they're gonna get in with us with a very nine and eight record let let me tell you who that team i i while i think vikings have the talent to make the playoffs and should the team that will be taking that seventh playoff spot is the detroit lions If that happens, I mean, <laughs> Justin, but that is ballsy. Honestly, you can put some money in that right freeze over. Uh, I'm probably crazy, but every now and then I have crazy thoughts, and it actually turns out to be true. One day I'll make money off of it. But why don't you just say Houston's going to win the Super Bowl? <laughs> whoa, no, whoa, no. <laughs> Houston for Atlanta. That's your. That's your Super Bowl. <laughs> Oh my god! Then really, hell really has frozen over. I mean, I've I've met Warren Moon, and he could probably still throw the ball very, very good. But (laughs) with how much Ben Gay after the game? They'd have cases, cases on the sidelines. You just have a sponsorship across his jersey. Yeah, exactly. Not a number, just Ben Gay. All right, so five three five, whatever they want to do. We have our our potential playoff teams now. Who do we see in the Super Bowl? I say Buffalo, Tampa, and if not Buffalo, Kansas City. And then Tampa or one of the NFC West, te- one of those two teams. But I'm saying Buffalo, Tampa is my Super Bowl. I've got Buffalo from the AFC. The NFC, I find, is kind of a toss up on paper, but I have the Rams again. I, I'll go Buffalo Rams personally. Well, I'm going to make it uh, unanimous on the AFC and say the Buffalo Bills, barring injury, barring anything else, they are the standard bearer right now. They are, they're the team to beat. Cincinnati got lucky. Cincinnati got a little bit of luck in the lightning in the bottle last year. They're not going to repeat that. Buffalo's a team to beat. NFC, Justin, you're going to love me. I'm saying Niners. Aww. 
Well, I mean, I will say last year we all knew that KC Buffalo game should have been the AFC championship. That that because oh as you gosh. saw, since he played well, but they they were you know KC was just out. They spent all their magic and. You know, since yeah. he was a good team, they weren't a fluke. They weren't anything because they even gave the Rams a run for their money in the Super Bowl against the stacked team. So it's not saying that was a fluke, but uh, no, I didn't, I didn't think was, I think they, they caught lightning in a bottle and, and, and they got their magic going, their mojo at the right time. But the, yeah, they're not a bad team. I don't think they're going to do it a second time. Not no. yet. And I will second. It's going to be Buffalo Niners in the Super Bowl. Total fan pick. Nineties Chris Bourbon be so happy of you guys. Oh, that was his pick for like every year in the nineties. <laughs> we gotta make him proud. So let us know what you think. How crazy are we? Are we? Are we making lots of money? Are we throwing it all away? Let us know as we kick off season four. Uh, on our social media channels, Sports United Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, let us know what you want to hear, who we should have as guests this year. We have some some names lined up uh, in the future. We have some fun episodes uh, coming up. Uh, we have uh, a what if episode, kind of spinning off what what, uh, what the comic company did i i you know i i can't recall the name of that comic company i just you know it could be big could be small but uh they had a small tv show that uh uh looked at different scenarios so we're going to take a sports spin on that uh we're going to let you know what we did over our summer break because we are up to a lot uh and i know an episode that uh a lot of us are looking forward to is the nhl preview show uh, season's going to be wicked. We got MLB playoffs just around the corner. 28 games left. Will Albert hit number 700? I mean, we all, we oh, all yeah. think so. Oh, yeah. uh, but uh, those are just some of the episodes coming up uh, in the near future. Share the podcast. Uh, and uh, if you know anyone who wants to sponsor us, uh, we are open to sponsorships. Unless you associate with Dan Snyder, then uh, that's a hard no. Uh, so uh, thank you all for listening. Welcome to season four. Enjoy the NFL. Uh, from this point on, we got football all year round because the XFL happens right after the Super Bowl. And then by that time it's over, the CFL picks up again. We got football all year round. Uh, thank you so much, everyone, for joining us uh, tonight. Uh, stay safe. Have fun. Enjoy the cooler weather. Uh, unless you're in Australia listening, uh, some of you are out there, you're gearing up for a really hot, uh, hot, hot summer down there. So uh, in- enjoy. Uh, and we will see you later. Stay safe and sport on.